At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Brand Mary Podcast. I'm Michelle Knight. Thanks so much for tuning in. Episode two of 2023, if you don't count this mini episode I did on Tuesday, hopefully you listened to that. It's a really short 10-minute episode just about the niching down process and our upcoming challenge, which I know you've already heard about in the intro, but just in case, you can pause this episode, head to brandmary.com slash niche and get signed up because I don't want you to miss out on that opportunity. When I was thinking about my January content, specifically my 90-day content, um, one recurring topic just kept coming up for me, which was all about signing clients, right? Like we talk so much about branding on the podcast, which plays such a vital role in signing clients. And we talk about marketing on the podcast, which plays such a vital role in signing clients. But I haven't really done an episode specifically about signing one-on-one clients or private clients. And as I mentioned in episode 70, last week's episode, December was a really great month. It was a great way to end the the year. Um, And I signed five one-on-one clients. And I started thinking more about this, and we kind of have a joke. My friend Martina, who is an entrepreneur, we met in a mastermind not that long ago. Well, actually, it was kind of that long ago. It was in 2018, I think. Jeez. Anyway, we've been friends for a long time. We talk every single month, and uh, we have this joke where she's like, you can just like decide to sign one-on-one clients, and you sign one-on-one clients. And I'm not going to lie. It's kind of true. It's always been something that I've been really great at. And many of the entrepreneurs that I work with inside of Roadmap to Freedom like to start with one-on-one as well because it gives you a practice, right? Not practice like free practice, but like you're getting paid and you can start to refine your practice of showing up for your clients. You can test out a lot of the different ways that you support your clients, the results that you're able to, you know, provide, and then ultimately package that into like a course or a group program or something later on. My group program, Roadmap to Freedom, which doors open this month, I'm so excited. That program actually came from working with one-on-one clients. So I worked with about four or five one-on-one clients in the first few months of you know my business, and I was repeating myself quite regularly and realized that what I was saying was kind of the same for everyone. And I began to take the things that I had developed via my one-on-one program, different workbooks, trainings, different things, and I turned those into a group program, which is called Roadmap to Freedom. And so Roadmap to Freedom launched in 2017, and I was able to then take more people you know, on at one time, show up and support them with a pre-designed kind of framework. So not as customized as one-on-one, but it gave me another source of revenue inside of my business. 
And so that's one of the reasons that I absolutely love one-on-one, especially for new entrepreneurs, because it's a really low barrier to entry. You don't need any fancy equipment. You don't need any membership portal. You don't need to even spend months building out a bunch of materials because it's completely customized to your ideal customer. You are, every call is going to be different, right? Every situation is going to be different. But you're able to refine your framework. So if you're a consultant, like a marketing consultant, you'll be like, okay, these are the deliverables. This is the structure of our calls. But then each client is going to come with different needs and different desires and maybe different challenges. And you're going to be able to come up with new ways of addressing those, which again, you can repackage later into a program. Same with if you're doing like health coaching, right? Or let's say you're doing um, some sort of you know business or mindset consultant. So whatever it is, I really think there's always an opportunity to take your education and your knowledge and present it in a one-on-one, one-to-one framework. And again, it's a really, really easy way for people to start making money in their business out of the gate. It also requires less of a large audience size because you don't need to sign 30 people into a group program. You might only need to bring in five one-to-one clients in order to hit a specific revenue goal. So A lot of people talk smack on -on one-on-one. I've just, I see this all over the internet. There's a couple different camps for this. There's the one group that's like, you know, if you're not charging $10,000 for a one-on-one, you can't make six figures. That's bullshit because I hit six figures in my business my first year and I was charging $500 for an intensive, which is like 30 days of support. I was charging $500 then. Um, My one-on-one was anywhere between $3,000 and I did have an $8,000 offer, but that actually, I didn't launch that until after I had hit six figures. So my prices consistently, you know, I've increased them. So it wasn't until this year, just so we're all clear, it wasn't until this year that my high, high level one-on-one is 10K. Okay? Okay. So I call BS on that. You do not have to charge 10K. Now, there are a lot of people who do. I know people who charge $50,000 for one-to-one mentoring. So you know what I mean? Like you might have heard that and been like, oh my gosh, I get that, (laughs) you know? Um, But I I think there's this misconception that you have to charge an obscene amount of price for one-on-one in order for it to be profitable. That is not true at all. You can charge what is correct for your ideal customer and your energy output and find like a happy medium that isn't some, you know, really, really high number. You don't have to start there. If that feels good to you, power to you. But I wanted to give that example. Like I didn't start there and I still was able to build a six-figure business with, I would say, 80% of my revenue revenue coming from one-on-one. When I hit six figures, about 20, 25,000 came from my program Roadmap to Freedom and a small branding course that I sold that year. Um, the rest of it was all from one-on-one, okay? The other part of this is that one-on-one is draining. So this is the other camp. Like one-on-one is draining and you shouldn't do it. Look, I get it. It can be. It absolutely can be exhausting if you don't have the systems in place. All righty. Okay. Your systems, as we talked about last week, are really what's going to make it a lot easier for you to take on more clients. 
Now, I have taken on 10 one-on-one clients at a time, and I will never do that again. That was my freaking max, okay? But that was in my first year of business. Obviously, I had a goal of hitting six figures. I was doing it solely with one-on-one. I wanted to challenge myself from a marketing perspective to sign 10 one-on-one clients in three months. I believe I made that challenge to myself in January of 2017. That would have been right. January 2017. And by March 30th of 2017, I had hit that goal. I also had my first 10K month, which was pretty exciting. So I know I'm throwing numbers out there, and but I'm just wanting, I really want you to see like what is possible for you with one-on-one. Now, that was that ten, those 10 clients that was a that was intense right i was like okay maybe we don't do this all the time so you have to find your bracket right and i'm not suggesting that one on one is the only thing that you offer forever in your business but i really think that like if you can get really great at signing one to one clients the other stuff on top allows you to scale your business pretty effortlessly. Okay. Because it's not these other things like maybe a group program that you launch once a year or a course or a membership. They're not going to require as much time and energy and output as the one-on-one necessarily is. But to know that you are definitely going to make 50K in the next year from one-on-one and anything that you do on top of that is just additional revenue is pretty freaking cool. Not to mention, if you're like me, seven years in your business you're like, hey, we would really, I'd love to boost some revenue. I've got an open schedule for three months. I don't have any trip plans. Great. Let me open up my one-on-one doors knowing that I can sign those clients. Pretty freaking awesome. So when it comes to people thinking that it's not, that it's too draining, I really think that that's because they don't have a structure in place. You know, we have built really amazing automations for signing clients. I no longer offer discovery calls. Let me rephrase it. I do offer them to the right individual, but I do not openly just have a place for you to to book a discovery call on my website. Now, when I was starting, this was something that I offered and I highly recommend it because it lets you really get to know your ideal customer. It's great market research. You're just starting out, so maybe you don't have as many testimonials or credibility or things like that. And so it's fantastic. But In 2019, I made the decision to no longer offer calls and just go to an application basis. And that my close rate is phenomenal. Like it's been, it's great. It's worked out really, really well. But obviously, I have a lot of testimonials. I've been doing this for a while. So it does make it a little bit easier. So that's one way, right? I'm able to still take on one on one clients at this phase of my business and not have to have all these different calls. So that's an example of like a system, how we, you know, take inquiries and how we respond to inquiries. The automation, like what happens once somebody signs on, that whole process is, you know, the email is already created, the invoice, the contracts, we just have to fill in the necessary information, the um, giving them their folder. Like we have all, all these different automations in place, scheduling, sending the scheduling link. Like that's saving me hours for every new client that I'm bringing on. And so where my output is specifically directed is obviously my schedule, 
Okay, so having these conversations, having these calls, and then the support element. And that'll look different for every single business. Maybe you just offer calls. Maybe you offer calls and uh, Slack support, which is something that we do for a, like a couple days a month. Or you offer it for the whole 30 days, but that's a higher tier package, right? You're charging more for that because it's more energy output on your behalf. Um, as well as the deliverables, right? Like someone who is going to have ongoing support from me being able to ask questions, you know, pretty much every single day of the week, they're going to obviously well, most likely make progress a lot faster and see results a lot faster than maybe if they're only getting three days of office hours, right? So then the investment, of course, is going to be a little bit higher. Maybe you do health coaching very similar and they can message you and you have access to their food log and you're offering tips and suggestions on their fitness routine and their food log and different things like that. So, you know, offering these different tiers is also a really great way to, you know, adjust your energy output and not make it draining and so time consuming. Another thing from a structure standpoint that has worked so well is just bulking my days. This is something I've done since the very beginning of my business. And I also alternate. So, um, right now my one-to-one -one package includes two 45-minute calls a month. So I do bi-weekly calls, which leaves me at least two weeks completely open with no calls. None yet. <laughs> so even my um uh, even our calls for my group program, Roadmap to Freedom, those are that same week, right? Even my program Brian Mary Academy, which is not open. I do two calls in there and those are going to be those same weeks as well. So I like to give myself two solid weeks where I do not have calls and I'm in my creative content creation, you know, phase, updating things back in, all that kind of stuff. And then the two weeks of my calls, I'm bulking. So I do calls Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays on those weeks. I always leave my Mondays and Fridays open. I just know like, all right, great. Like we're going to sit down. We're going to be working with our clients Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Fantastic. And it's it's not time consuming, right? It's focused time where I am supporting my clients. And then I have like office hours where I'm supporting them in Slack if that's part of their package. So the camp that believes that it's just too draining, I always wonder like, hey, do you have systems in place? Are you protecting your energy? How is your schedule? Are you allowing people to book any day of the week over the course of a month because that would be a huge no-no for me because then I might have a call on a Tuesday at 2 p.m. and then I have a call on Thursday at, at 10 a.m., right? That 2 p.m. call isn't going to allow me to dive like really deep into something that day because I'm going to have to stop and switch gears, put my consultant or coach or mentor hat on and, you know, change, Right. That is really hard to do. I like to bulk, you know, different activities. So that's a huge piece of it. And then I think the third camp are the people who are like both of these things and they're like courses all the way. Now, I'm not anti-course. I have a course. I have a group program. I have a membership site and I offer one-on-one. -on -one. I mean, I've got like the main categories <laughs> when it comes to offers, but I think there are a lot of people who go into courses right out of the gate because it sounds so tempting in that, oh, I can create a course and not have to have a sales call and not really have to offer any support and it's just going to be totally evergreen. 
And yes, that's absolutely possible, but there are a lot of behind the scene factors that people don't talk about. It's a higher barrier to entry in terms of investment. You've got to think about the portal or where you're housing the information, the actual creation of the information. Now, you don't need to spend a ton of money creating a course. I teach my clients how to do it, you know, without hardly spending any money on like recording their videos and their audio, creating workbooks. We use Canva, like all that different stuff. You don't have to spend a lot of money on that, but that's a lot of time that you have to take to actually create those materials from scratch. Not to mention, you haven't tested any of those materials or your theories on deliverables. If you were to start with one-on-one and then move that into a course, you would have already tested it. Not to mention, you would have had testimonials to back up that course launch. See where I'm coming from? And then there's the aspect of like evergreening a product like that. So if you're doing like a live launch there, which I love a good live launch, it's like actively selling for a specific period of time, right? But a lot of people who go into course creation, their focus is on evergreening, meaning someone can sign up via a funnel at any time. So then you're thinking, all right, if it's from an organic perspective, you've really got to master your organic marketing strategy in order to have consistent sales come in. Or B, you've got to invest in ads in order to have consistent sales comes in. come in. And I'm not going to do this whole episode on courses because it's actually dedicated to one-on-one, but there's a lot of testing that goes into that. There's there's money that goes into that. There's You need more sales because if you're selling a course for, let's say, $400 and your goal is you know 10K, you're going to need a lot of people to come in every single month to hit that goal. If your goal is 10K and you have a one-on-one package for $3,000, it might look a little different, you know? So when you're starting off with a smaller audience, courses might not be the direction to start. And it's always on a case-by-case basis, but that is something to consider. So, you know, I know over the years, one-on-one has kind of gotten like a bad rap, but it's still my favorite thing. And it's still my favorite, one of my favorite things to offer because I love the intimacy of a one-to-one relationship. And something I think we don't talk about a lot is also the client retention that is involved with one-on-one. And I'm going to do a podcast episode on client retention um, coming up because I have fantastic client retention in my one-on-one, but also in my membership and client ascension, which is essentially someone coming in via a product and moving up through all of my products to one-on-one. But typically what I have found, this is my experience, all right? So with one-on-one, because it's completely customized to my ideal customer, and yes, of course, somebody could outgrow it at some point in time. That, that happens all the time. That's that's natural. But because I'm customizing my program to one-on-one, we experience a lot of re-signs or clients continuing for years to come. I've been working with one of my clients for four years now. Um, last year I, I ended, you know, I was working with two clients for four years and, and then they moved kind of in a different direction and it was just like a mutual, like, oh, this, this is great. Right. It was all good, but I worked with them for four years. I mean, imagine signing a client one time and then having that recurring revenue for four years. We don't talk about stuff like that with one-on-one. Someone's not going to buy your course over and over and over again. All right. So, So a few things to think about. So you don't have to charge 10K for a freaking package in order to be successful. You does not have to be completely draining. That's all about your systems and your automations. And courses aren't necessarily the best place for people to start. 
it really just depends on where you're at, how long you've been in business, you know, your ideal customer. It, there's a lot of factors that go into play. Now, I've got two resources for you that I want to draw your attention to, and we will link these in the show notes. They're available on my YouTube channel. You can go to brandmary.com slash YouTube, and you can check them out. One of them is client onboarding, so the six-step client onboarding process that I recommend for people when they're signing one-to-one clients. It's a full video walkthrough. So if you are in the process of signing one-on-one clients, you want to tighten up that process so it doesn't take you a ton of time, maybe you're just getting started and you're curious like what is curious of what the onboarding process looks like, I'm going to break that down for you. So be sure to watch that video. And then also you can go to brandmary.com slash YouTube and you can watch a video on how to sign one-on-one clients. Now I'm going to share some additional tips here. I'm going to talk about some things that I don't think, you know, these are going to be a little bit more actionable in the sense that I'm going to share what's really worked for me over the past few years, as well as what to do if you have a small email list Verse, you're more of an established entrepreneur. You've been doing this for a while. You've already had one-on-one clients, but you're wanting to elevate that process. But this video that I'm recommending talks a little bit more about some fun, one-time things that you can do to sign one-on-one clients. So it takes this podcast and goes a bit deeper. And I'd love for you to check those out. Be sure to leave a comment on the video as well if something spoke to you. So before I jump into the tips, let me just kind of recap to really like put this in perspective. So my first year in business, about, well, let's say 75%, all right? 75% of my, which is about (laughs) $75,000. I love when numbers work out like this. So bad at math. Of my six figures came from one-to-one. And I did not charge 10K for a single package. One of my packages, my highest package would have been 65 for a six-month program. Um, they ranged anywhere from 3K to 65 for a six-month program. And then I also offered intensives. They started off at 500 started off, not now, <laughs> started off at $500, and they were scaled to 1,000 by the, by the time I hit six figures. Those intensives are something I still offer today. And so those are like you've got one call and 30 days of support with me. Maybe you're looking to launch your brand. Maybe you're just wanting to fine tune your systems or different things like that. It's like a one-time type of thing. They're they're for people who aren't really ready to commit to like a three or a six-month package, and they're a really great entry point. A lot of my intensive clients move into six-month packages. So that's something to note. Um, So that's a lot of revenue. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, That essentially means that you could, like I said, have your first 50K to 75K year. I mean, you could obviously have a six-figure year too, just solely focused on -on one-on-one in the next year. Not complicating things, not adding a bunch of courses and different things like that. That's pretty cool to think about. When I when I think about running a business, I'm always looking for simplicity and streamlining the process. No fancy funnels there, just one-on-one, getting started, making money, being able to invest that back in your business and actually pay yourself. Huge. OMG, I finally made a physical planner. Truth be told, I created this planner years ago, but we have finally brought it all together and created this physical planner for you to help you in your business. When I first started my business, I was working a nine to five, had a new baby, and I was juggling all of the things while trying to get my business off the ground and running. 
And even as I continued to grow my business for a few years, it was as a solopreneur. And so I really had to have a clear plan of action and a roadmap for what I was focused on every single day so that I didn't have to waste time sitting in overwhelm or wondering what I was going to be working on. I started implementing the practices inside of the new 90-day brand Mary Planner back in 2016 when I was juggling all the things similar to probably what you're doing right now as you work to grow your business. I spent a few years tweaking it until finally at the beginning of 2020, I felt like I had mastered the 90-day plan. That also just so happens to be the same year that I doubled my revenue, and I don't think that it was by chance. I really think it came down to having a really clear roadmap and intention on what I was going to be working on and what would yield the biggest results in my business. So we have created this beautiful planner for you. It is an 8 by 5 by 11 to serve as your key signature planner specifically for your business. It's not necessarily a place to jot down every single thing that you are doing in your life. We can save that all for our automated Google calendars, please. Those are on our phone. This is really for you to be intentional with the plans of your business. Now, of course, inside of the planner, there are tons of strategies because if you know me, you know, and it's so important in how you show up in your life how to plan. We talk about your business in general, how you plan your business around really important events in your life, and making sure that you're checking in with yourself on a regular basis. This planner covers all of the areas that I talk about when it comes to building a sustainable business. So if you feel like you set these really big intentions for the year, but then you don't have a clear roadmap and action plan for actually executing those pieces, this planner is for you. If you feel like you can really get overwhelmed with all the different things that you could be doing in your business and don't actually take the time to map it all out and break it all down into bite-sized pieces, then this planner is definitely for you. If you feel like you are always running your business on full throttle, not taking time to actually check in with yourself or see how your business is feeling and make those adjustments regularly, then you guessed it. This planner is for you. This planner was really designed to help you build your sustainable business while making sure that your business doesn't take away from the beautiful life of freedom that you desire. You can head to brandmary.com slash planner to grab your planner today. Again, it's brandmary, B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y.com slash planner. You can also sign up for some additional resources that you get once you purchase the planner to help you improve your time management and productivity. I can't wait for you to get your hands on this and see how it supports you in building your sustainable business and life of freedom. Now, in December, I signed five one-on-one clients. Now, my packages today range anywhere from 2900 for an intensive. So again, let's take note of this. I went from charging $500 to $2,900 over the past few years, okay? And my one and my um one-to-one packages, whether they do a 3-month or a 6-month full VIP, it kind of varies. There's different tiers. Anywhere between $3,500 to um $8,000. That was December. Prices have 
are different now. Um, but the reason I want to share that with you is that was a huge con- contributor to my big month in business. And I only worked for two weeks that month, which I think is also pretty miraculous. All of these clients were new to my brand. None of them were people who I had worked with before. None of them were re-signing clients. They were all completely new. I did not have a single discovery call. Everything was done via email. And there was, and by email, I mean they submitted an application. We chatted via email. And then I sent them the information. I didn't send a single promotional email. This is important. Okay. We're going to talk about how the hell I did that in just a minute. So I pulled some data for you. And so now in my business, I don't put a huge emphasis on one-on-one. I typically open opportunities, you know, in the beginning, in the beginning of the year and middle of the year. Um, I do get intensive inquiries throughout the year where someone will find me on Google and inquire. And if I have spot available, I will tell them I could take on a new client or we get them scheduled for the next month if they're if they're willing to wait, which many are. But still, $82,000 in revenue last year came from one-on-one. So um, we did a little, uh, right around 250 last year, $250,000 in revenue. And so you can see now in my business, courses, programs, memberships take up a lot more, right? But again, hey, you could absolutely build a business six figures or close to six figures simply on this one-to-one framework. All right. So the biggest thing that I really want you I want you to like think about right now is I did not send a single email that said I have one-on-one spots open in December. We are promoting something else. <laughs> it was all behind the scenes. Um I had my quiz that was out there. Hopefully you took that quiz. It's not available anymore, but that's all we were focused on. So I didn't send a single email. So all of these inquiries came from people finding my website, which is why I talk about the importance of evergreen marketing strategies. I also didn't really I didn't talk about it on social media, maybe like one or two days in my stories, which get like not a lot of views. If you watch my stories, thank you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but I don't get like thousands and thousands of story views, just to be clear. Um, in fact, my Instagram engagement is not, I it's not great, right? But it's like, I use Instagram as a second tier to my marketing. And this is a great example of like, you don't have to show up every day on Instagram to, to make this work for you. So I wanted to share this information with you as we jump into the tips, because I think it's important to have that base to understand these different pieces. Because a lot of people will be like, oh, I signed this many clients, but then they're not telling you what they actually did to do that. Good cold DM'd people all the time. No, thank you. I am not. I'm uninterested in that option. That is not a strategy that we follow here at Brand Mary. So here are some of my tips. If you are ready to sign one-on-one clients in your business and make this a huge revenue generating you know, service for your business, whatever your goal is for 2023. Number one is SEO. If you do nothing else this month, well, it's two things. One, join the niche challenge because inside of the niche challenge, I'm going to talk to you about SEO, search engine optimization. It plays a role in the niching down process. You're going to learn why in the challenge. So make sure you're signed up, brandmary.com slash niche, so we can kickstart this conversation. Number two, set up the SEO on your website. All right? This is how majority of one-on-one clients find me. Two, two things happen here. 
One, they go to Google and they type in that they're looking for a branding coach, that they're looking for a personal branding consultant, that they're looking for branding coaches, coaching for female entrepreneurs, right? Whatever those keywords are that I'm ranking for, they come to my website. Obviously, my brand it's solid. It's good. This is what I specialize in. And so we have people who land on my website and immediately submit an inquiry and will sign on within 24 hours. I've never spoken to them. We've never met face-to-face. They're not even on my email list. They're just like, yes, I want to work with you. This is great. I've seen all I need to see. Fantastic. It's why I love blogging, podcasting, and creating YouTube videos because then the relationship is being built and solidified without me having to do extra work. So that happens. In addition to that, people will find my website. They'll join my email list. I will, you know, we'll we'll get, I'll nurture them a little bit. They'll get podcast episodes like this, YouTube videos, blogs, different things like that, and then make the step to inquire about one-on-one. What I have found is that my intensives that I sell are typically cold traffic from Google. All right. My longer-term one-on-one, those are people who have been on my email list for at least 30 days. So that's something to know. But again, the base of this comes from a strong search engine optimization strategy. I'm showing up where people are searching for my service and my products. If you don't have this in place, do it now. It takes a while to build momentum. It takes a while for Google to understand what your site is. And if you do this in January, imagine what is possible for you from a revenue and marketing perspective by December. Incredible growth could happen if you dedicate time to do this. Now, inside of my program, specifically inside of my program Roadmap to Freedom that's opening later this month, we dedicate a lot of time to talking about one-on-one clients and from creating the core offer to client onboarding to um, client calls, handling client objections, structuring the framework of your one-on-one, which of course you can later use to create a course or a membership. And that's a huge part of it. We also talk about SEO. And we've got some early bird bonuses, and one of them is my complete SEO training. So if you're interested and want to get on the waitlist, you can go to brandmary.com slash freedom, and you can join the waitlist. And um, you would get my SEO bootcamp, which teaches you how to set up your SEO for your website, how to incorporate high-value content like blogging and things like that, headers, all of that is inside of this course. So number one is SEO. It can help you in so many aspects of your business, but especially from a one-to-one standpoint, I can't even tell you, it still blows my mind that people who just find me on the internet are like, yes, I would like to pay you to help me. And I'm like, okay, great. (laughs) I'm doing something right. You know, like even all these years later, like I know what I can deliver. I know what my clients have achieved, but it never gets old getting those inquiries coming in to my inbox while I'm, you know, watching a movie with my family. All right. Number two, and I've already mentioned this a little bit, is list building. Dedicating time and energy to list building. This should be part of your general marketing strategy already. Whether you're going to do a course, a membership, if I haven't convinced you fully into one-on-one, or you're dedicating your time and energy to like a one-on-one type of thing, no matter what you're selling, list building should be a top priority. But as we're talking about one-on-one, the reason that having a list is so amazing is that you're top of mind for them on a regular basis. So I email my list two to three times a week. You do not have to do that. I've been doing that since day one of my business. Some people don't like it, but you know what? A lot of people do like it and they buy from me. 
okay? <laughs> they invest in my business. So take it or leave it. Some people prefer doing bi-weekly. That's what feels good to them. Never assume what your ideal customer likes or doesn't like. Test it first. Get the data. I work with a lot of people who say, well, my ideal customer doesn't want me to email them more than once a month. Okay. Well, first off, did we talk to your ideal customer specifically about that? Do we know? Do we have data to back that up? And two, how are sales? Because if they're not great, you need to send more emails. So I've always made my email list a top priority, meaning they get top tier content. They get insights, bonus content, my blog, my podcast, YouTube videos, anything like that. And so by doing that, I build a relationship with these individuals. And because of that relationship, it's a lot easier and seamless to then have them move into one-on-one. Now, it's not just list building, um, but like for instance, there were two clients in December who actually consumed most of my content on Instagram, which was pretty shocking for me as someone who's not in love with the platform. But they were also on my email list and they had also been opening all my emails. They were more engaged with Instagram and that's where they kind of started the the conversation of one-to-one and I directed them to my application page. But they were on my email list and they had been reading my, my blogs and different things like that. And so content is part of the selling process. Content is part of the selling process. You create high value content that speaks to your ideal customer, helps them solve problems, it's going to make your conversion rate incredibly higher than if you're just like, hey, I have this offer, DM me if you want it. You know, it's like they're like, okay, well, why should I trust you? You know, what are you going to ultimately help me with? I don't have to have those conversations with people. Even people who in submitted inquiry, they're not asking me how I can help them. They're sharing with me the goals that they want to get and they want to reach and and that's it. Like we have a question that says, if you feel supported by Michelle's response, are you ready to invest today? And it's always yes. So I really credit that to content creation and high value content and making sure that people receive that because they're on my email list. Think of it, think of your email list as a community. That's exactly what it is. So those are two huge elements of signing one-on-one. I'm going to share a little bit more of like what I would do if you were just starting your business plus establish when it comes to email marketing, but I got one more tip for you and then we'll jump into those scenarios. So the third one is be personal. Be personal. Okay? We want to automate every single thing as business owners. Every single thing. Like And I get it. We want things to be streamlined. We want things to be simple, but you cannot automate human connection. And we are entering in an an age of marketing where this shit is going to matter. Automations, webinars to a sale, that might have worked seamlessly and incredibly well for a long time, but things are shifting. Things are changing. Extra income right? Expendable income isn't as great as it might have been, you know, in 2020, 2021. And so people are going to be a little bit more like, "Mm, I don't know, you know, I don't really know you. Here's one webinar and now you're offering me $500 off. Like that stuff's still going to work, but maybe not at the level that it used to. 
relationship marketing and being personal is going to be key if you want to be successful this year. And so this is something I've always stood by with one-on-one. Yes, I might automate the process of the sales page and submitting an inquiry, but I'm personally responding to every single inquiry that comes in, whether that's in via a video, which I'll share more about in a second, or I'm responding via an email. I'm supporting them through the process, telling them that I'm here to support them through the process. You know, we're making sure that they know that we are here for them. We're sending these um, forms of communication that remind them that I'm a real person and I actually care about them. It goes a long freaking way. One of the things that I've been using in my business, and maybe you've even received one if you have you know, been interested in one of my services or products before, are personal videos. So I'll give you two scenarios. One of them is uh, an intensive client that I was so lucky, so excited to work with her um, to sign in December, reached out to me, had a few questions, was feeling a little worried, right? As we all are when we are investing in some sort of one-on-one. I don't care what the price point is. Of course, there are going to be concerns that you have. And so I, of course, was responding, answering questions. She still had a few more questions. And so what I did is I made a quick video. Now, this video didn't take me any more time than writing the email. In fact, I think it was faster because I'm able to just freely talk as if we're having a conversation. You know, I'm not having to like write it and, you know, find the perfect words and punctuation and all that. Sent this video. She responded and said, oh my gosh, I love that video, that personal touchment, everything. I'm ready to pay in full. Okay? It didn't take me any more time, but it made a heck of a difference in that process. That's one example. Another example is that Delaine, our operations manager at Brand Mary, and I launched a new service this year. This uh, was kind of a beta run incredibly successful. We'll be launching it again this year. And it involves both of us. It involves the strategic uh, support from me, copywriting, things like that, as well as the tech setup, behind the scenes stuff from Delena. Now, um, when we were launching that, we did not have a sales page. I sent one email asking who would be interested. We received a lot of responses. We then sent them a form to fill out. And then we were very selective with who we chose. We only had a few spots and we didn't choose everyone. Instead of sending them a long, you know, okay, click here to get signed up, I made a video for each person. Now, there weren't that many. It took me maybe an hour to make all the videos, and we made $11,000 in less than 48 hours because the close rate was so incredibly high because people want to you to be personal. They want to feel like you give a shit about them. And by making this video and speaking to them directly, I mean, we were able to do that. So that's just an example of being personal, answering questions, sending audio messages. Those are all different things that you can ultimately do. So those are the three key things I really want you to keep in mind when it comes to signing one-on-one clients. Now, those are a little bit broad. Doesn't matter if you're just getting started or you've been doing this for a while, those will work for you. But let's break down two uh, scenarios that I would do based on where you're at in the you know, the stage of your business. Okay. So number one is if you're just starting out and you have a zero to small audience, okay? 
meaning you don't have a lot of followers on any platform. And what I love to gauge even more so is your email list. May, we're talking, you've got less than like a thousand people on your email list, okay? One thing that I would encourage you to do is some sort of live event or actual promo period for your one-on-one. Now, you can do this every month, which is what I did my first year in business. You could do this quarterly. You can choose, right? It doesn't matter. But the thing that you're doing here is some sort of live event. This is twofold. One, it's going to help you grow your email list because a sign-up is required. Two, you're delivering high value in the form of a live event and promoting your one-on-one on on the back end of that. So that could look like a training, a live training, a workshop, like a masterclass, could be a webinar, challenges, right? Like I'm doing with the niche challenge. As you can see, I still do these (laughs) seven years in my business. My first year in business, I did a challenge every single month for a year. Yes, I did. And that is how I signed my one-on-one clients. The challenges are really great. The live events in general are really great because they allow you to grow your audience and get new people in who then who then know about your one-on-one service and can purchase from you, but they also re-engage somebody who might have been following you for a while and hasn't taken action on your one-on-one. We like to think that everybody knows that we have this offer, but if you're not actively talking about it all the time, people are busy. They're not going to be like, oh, I... Remember that so-and-so has one-on-one even though they haven't talked about it online and it's not on their website, right? So these live events are fantastic ways to kind of kick that off. It's a live event and promo of some kind. So at the end of the event, whether that's like a video series or um, you know, a webinar or something like that, you're talking about the benefits of your one-on-one. You're also pairing it with some sort of urgency. So let's say you're offering a discount, right? I don't do a lot of discounts, but we'll say that that's an option. Something I like better is that you're going to be raising your prices. So I would raise my prices every 90-ish days my first year in business. And that was a really great strategy because people who have been sitting on the fence who have been interested but haven't taken the step, they don't want to pay more. So they're more likely to sign up during that period or some sort of bonus, right? If you join within the next week or so, you're going to get you know a bonus one-on-one session or something like that. So this live event paired with some sort of urgency is fantastic. And you can get this on your calendar now where you're like, okay, I'm going to be doing this in February. I'm going to do one in April. And then you can see like when are clients going to be coming in and you can really kind of stagger that as you maybe have clients moving out. If you have a three-month program, if you have a goal of signing X amount of clients in this you know, time frame, how many of those are you going to do? And you can play with different once that maybe you do a webinar one month, maybe you do a live challenge one month, maybe you do some sort of social event where you're just like doing a promotion on Instagram, you're in Instagram stories, you're also posting, you know, reels and on your feed and you're going live and you're just doing like an active launch of that with a special bonus. There's so many different things that you can do. But essentially what this is is the designated time frame where somebody is going to hear about your one-on-one, the benefits of your one-on-one have an opportunity to get on the phone with you or fill out an application, and they're getting something in exchange for signing up during this time frame. It works wonders for small audiences. And, you know, when we're thinking about like 
conversion rates and different things like that. Again, I, I don't want to talk about courses the whole time. Um, but if you're doing like a 1% conversion, you know, like if you have 100 people on your email list, you should very well be able to sign at least one one-on-one client. I signed three with a list under 100 people. So, you know, that's a 3% conversion rate. So you don't need a really large audience to do that, to sign a one-on-one client. Um, but having this sort of live event or something is just so beneficial. All right. So if you're just starting out, you've got a small audience, a list under a thousand people. This is how, this is what I recommend doing um, regularly throughout the year to sign one-on-one clients. Now, if you have an established brand, let's say you've already been signing one-on-one clients, you've been emailing your list quite often. The biggest thing that I would encourage you to do uh, is email campaigns. So One, just like before, choosing specific times of the year where you're going to be talking about your one-on-one and the benefits of your one-on-one and who it's for, sharing testimonials frequently. So let's say you email your list once a week. Maybe during that week, you're going to be sending four emails, right? Or you're doing a two-week and you're going to be sending seven emails over the course of two weeks. So you're pre-designing these email campaigns to answer questions about your one-on-one, to share more details about the framework, the benefits, testimonials, all those different things. Just like you would a launch, but it's a little less like you're not necessarily investing in ads and going live all the time and doing all these different pieces. You can, absolutely, absolutely, but you don't have to. So focusing more on an, an uptick in email campaigns and being really strategic with what the deliverables are in those email campaigns. Also, if you're established, another thing I recommend doing is having a link to your work with me page or your one-on-one page in the signature of every single email that you send. Because if you're regularly emailing your list, there are going to be people who are like, wow, this, this topic really resonated with me. I, I, I want to see what they offer. And then you've got it right there for them to click through. So it's a little bit more passive, but it's something that you're continuously doing in your business to make sure that people know that this is something that you offer. And if you're full, right, you just have something on the page where someone can submit an application, you can start the conversation. Maybe you even sign them on with an extended payment plan and they don't start for three months. Like these are all fantastic options for creating recurring one-to-one clients in your business. And then the second thing, if you're established, is definitely outreach. Do not, again, goes back to the be personal, do not neglect how powerful these individual opportunities for outreach really are. Is there someone that you've talked with before via email or even Instagram DM? This happens a lot. People will email me because they like my content or they're watching my stories and we we talk and they tend to respond to my stuff online, you know, more than someone else. And I see that they've clicked through to my one-on-one. I'll reach out to them. I want to hear from them. Like, what's coming up for you? What, you know, is this is this money related? Is this time related? What is this? Is there a fear here? Let's talk about it. And we'll send some audio message back and forth in Instagram. Even if they don't sign up in that moment, I know that I've already supported them a ton. And when the opportunity comes up for them, they're going to come to my brand and my offer first before anyone else. So individual outreach is huge. Do you have clients you've worked with in the past that you can send emails to about your one-on-one? Maybe you changed your support. Maybe you changed your format. 
I did this in November. Um, this was actually one of the clients that I signed in December officially, but I sent these emails in November to past clients who I really enjoyed working with, letting them know that I had launched a new structure to my one-on-one program with a tiered, uh, you know, opportunity. And she emailed me back. She was like, oh my gosh, I'm so interested. We haven't worked together in over a year and a half. And it was just perfect timing. So how can you utilize people that you've worked with before, just individuals that you've talked to? Maybe you did a group program or a course a year ago. Reach out to those individuals. Check in with them. See if they would be interested in in coming on as a one-on-one client. If you are established, these are the most, these are the two most powerful practices. Again, my goal for you is that you get to a point where you don't even have to send an email to promote your one-on-one. Those inquiries are just coming to you. But even in my business, you know, I know seasonally that December and January are huge times to to sign one-on-one clients because of the nature of my business and because of my ideal customer. It might be different for you, all right? So I don't have to do as much active promotion during those times. But in the summer, I'll I'll send a couple emails, right? If I have some openings, I'll send a, a few emails and I'll do an email campaign and outreach just like I shared with you. But my goal is to get you to a place where you don't have to do those things and you've got inquiries coming in regularly to work with you in your business. And people are signing on, like really excited about paying you and getting started. One-on-one can be incredibly beneficial. If you don't have a ton of time to dedicate to your business, if you aren't in a place where you can necessarily hire a VA to support you in your business, if you want a low like investment to to start, you know, running your service, promote, you know, offering your service, you don't want to have to buy a bunch of fancy software or sign up for a bunch of different things, one-on-one is a fantastic way to get started. And as I've mentioned, inside my program Roadmap to Freedom, we this is kind of where we start with our clients, what we really encourage them to do. Now, some people are like, oh, I'm going to take all the information that you've given me, Michelle, and I'm going to build out a group program. And I say, go for it. I love that. I'm going to support you. Roadmap to Freedom has a community where I answer questions and we also have hot seat strategy coaching calls where I can ask, I can answer specific questions to them if they're using this framework to create a group program or something. But the majority of our clients start with a one-on-one framework. And um, it's something I love doing and helping them really create these systems and automations that allow one-on-one to work for them. So again, if you're interested in learning more to join the waitlist for a special bonus bundle, one of the bonuses being that SEO bootcamp, you can go to brandmary.com slash freedom to join the waitlist. Waitlist doors are actually going to open pretty freaking soon. So make sure you get on that. Um, uh, it's a special presale that we're going to do. But one other thing you want to make sure that you are signed up for is the niche challenge. So I know I'm giving you two different places to go, but bare bones, get signed up for the niche challenge. Go to brandmary.com slash niche because if you are ready to scale your business in 2023, you are so eager to start signing one-on-one clients consistently. We need to get really clear on your niche so that you can communicate to your ideal customer with clarity and confidence. And we're going to be doing that the week of January 23rd. All right. I hope this episode was really beneficial for you. Um, if this resonated with you, please come over to Instagram at Michelle Knight Co. Send me a message. Let's have a conversation. Send this to your friends. Share it on social, whatever feels good to you. Let more people have this information at their fingertips if it's relevant. And I will be back next week with another episode. 
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brand Mary podcast, and congrats on taking this time for your future self. If you want to continue to gather information and inspiration, plus check out the links from today's episode, be sure to visit brandmarypodcast.com. That's B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y podcast.com. Tons of free resources and links from today's episode are available for you there. And in addition, I have free resources, blogs, and free gifts over at brandmary.com. You can connect with all of my amazing tools to help you build the life of your dreams. I'll be back next week with another episode, and I'll talk to you then. We love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.